0: Well, it's no secret. Pope Francis likes this picture right here. Got to be careful what you say. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I got to be careful the way I'm going to pronounce words and talk today. Because I'm treading on unholy ground where you can get big, big, trouble. But Ed Penton, a man that I respect, a man that I've met several times, probably the best Vatican journalist out there, has reported that Pope Francis met with the CEO of a certain pharmaceutical company that I'm going to pronounce today as P-Fizzer. P-Fizzer, this company right here. Yes, I know, I'm saying it in a funny way, but there's a reason for that. Francis meets with the CEO of P. Fizzer. Now, what's interesting is the P. Fizzer Injectione is what the Vatican uses, and the Vatican mandates it. As you saw, you no know, Pope Francis often laments people losing their job and these capitalistic entrepreneurs, bosses. And yet they lay off people like that at the Vatican over the p fizzer. injection. Injectione. You get my jive? You get what I'm saying today? I'm using some different language. The P-fizzer. Nick Donnelly had this quote right here. I'll share it before I pray. Now we know why Bergoglio, Francis, and Perilin, that's the Secretary of State, have been such enthusiastic pushers of the p Fizzer. Pope, and he puts it in parentheses, what does that mean? I don't know. Nick, what does that mean? Francis had secret meetings with the CEO of the p Fizzer and with Melinda Gates. Wicked, wicked men. All right. Well, if it's not persecuting the Latin Mass, persecuting traditional priests, persecuting traditional lay people, it's all about pushing that P-fizzer. Oh, we need to pray, don't we? Let's seek God the Father to help us. Oremos. nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater noster qui es in ceili, sanctificetra nomen tuum, advenia regnum tuum, fia voluntas tua, ut in cello et in terra, Upon nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et etimite nobis debita nostra, sicutinos dimittimus debitoribus nostris, et nanos and ducas and in tentationem, sed libera nos somalo, amen. Nomine patris et fidi, spiritu sancti, amen. Our lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. All right. Well, uh, thanks to everyone who watched the Fox News prime time. I was. Invited on Friday morning to participate on Fox News Primetime with Rachel Campos Duffy, wonderful lady, mother of nine children. Uh, interesting, lovely um, story, um, and a beautiful family they have, and a, a great husband, and just a, a blessing and a pleasure uh, to be on with her. And We talked about Satan Clubs at high schools, and I just basically... Introduce the concept of, drum roll please, infiltration, and how Satanists, Antifa, Elementop, socialist agitators, all of them are trying to capture and take the public places. This is why they read in these drag costumes or in these satanic costumes at the public library. This is why they have public marches. This is why they are now invading elementary schools and... High schools, of course, they've had the universities for decades now. Sporting events, everything that's a public venue, they want to capture. It's just like when street gangs graffiti their names and trademarks on different parts of town. They're claiming it by saying, this is ours. They're tagging it. So also the forces of wickedness, Satan, he wants to claim the public spaces. We Catholics used to claim the public spaces by erecting crucifixes, crosses, uh, Ten Commandments, statues of Our Lady, of the Saints, basilicas, shrines, outdoor shrines. This is why I'm always saying take up space. Put a cross in every room in your house. Put the Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart in your main living area. Outside, you should have a statue of the Blessed Mother, or saying, When people drive by your house, they should always know a Catholic lives in that house. Take up space. Do not let that opportunity pass you by. If you want to watch the Fox News segment, you can go here on my YouTube channel, Dr. Taylor Marshall, and watch it. I think it's three and a half minutes long. All right, back on the Pfizer, Pfizer. My goodness, I said it wrong, Pfizer. So Ed Penton questioned Pfizer themselves and said, "Hey, did did uh, your CEO go and to the Vatican and meet?" with Pope Francis, and they said they can neither confirm nor deny that information. Now, imagine that you're the board or the CEO of a major multi-billion dollar company. What are the two objections to what you've been trying to push for the last two years or year and a half? Well, there's a moral objection that these medications, injectiones, are tainted by the Award, are tainted by the terminated bodies of infants. So there's a moral problem. Then the, the second problem is is a health problem. Do they work? Are they effective? Um, if you get them and you get boosted and you do everything they tell you to do, uh, you're, you're going to be able to go on with your life, right? Like go out in public, not wear things on your face, never get sick again of this certain disease. Well, it turns out maybe not. It seems like everyone who went along and did the boosters and all that, they all ended up getting sick. So there's two problems here uh, in, in the public debate over these injectiones and uh, there's the moral and then there's the health. Well, if you wanted to enlist the greatest moral voice, the, the man who signifies uh, the voice of Jesus Christ, second person, Trinity on earth, if you were able to get him to come on board and tell everybody come in for a big hug and a high five, the P-Fizzer injection is awesome. Everybody should do it. In fact, I'm going to get it. Bennett the 16th is going to get it. All the Cardinals and all the staff are going to get it. And uh, by the way, employees, if you don't get it, you're terminated. Wouldn't it be just a stroke of marketing genius if you could get the man in the white cassock to sign off on it and repeatedly preach to the world to go ahead and get that P-fizzer. Get that P-fizzer right there in the arm. Get that P-fizzer and then get that P-fizzer booster. And then all the world governments are just throwing money at P-fizzer. We also know that the CEO... Who's depicted there on the screen in the in the top right corner? That he participated in an event at the Vatican. It was called. It was the fifth international health conference at the Vatican, and it was titled "Exploring the Mind, Body, and Soul." I mentioned this before, and uh, there was a bunch of pro-choice voices. They're at that conference sponsored by the Vatican. And this, by the way, is, you know, some people listen to my podcast or they watch the YouTube and they say, Taylor Marshall, he's just so angry and mad all the time. I, I don't understand that. I don't hardly ever show those emotions, but he's so angry and he's just stirring up problems and all that. And I think we just need to take a time out and say, you know, if we went back to the 80s or 50s or the 1820s, would it ever have been the case that the Vatican was hosting conferences and inviting and promoting speakers who are publicly 100% opposed to Catholic teaching? I mean, it's just kind of crazy, isn't it? I mean, think about there being like a a mega conference in Dubai sponsored by all the imams of Islam. And they're like, we're going to bring in speakers who are radically opposed to Islam. I mean, it just, it's like, what? And I've said it before, I'll say it again right now. Pope Francis seems to do the exact opposite of what you would expect a valid pope to do, which you would expect the vicar of Christ to do. He loves the P-fizzer. He does not love the traditional Latin Mass, the traditional, <clears throat> pardon me, seven sacraments. No way, Jose. Hmm. Switched over here to LifeSite, LifeSiteNews.com. Check it out. get a lot of my news there. I like to check in what they're saying. And they have a little interesting here with CNN Sanjay's Gupta Sanjay Gupta's there kind of talking head over at CNN and at CNN on all things medical and it says taking the virtual stage with CNN Sanjay Gupta Burla is dis- actually Gupta was the guy that was on uh, Joe Rogan not too long ago when Joe Rogan was getting mocked for his treatments that he did that actually seemed to help him anyway pretty sure that was Sanjay Gupta took the stage of Sanjay Gupta, Burla's, that's the CEO of Pfizer. Burla's discussion dealt with quote, the global response to C19 has been accelerated by collaboration and data sharing, research, and epidemi- epidemiological surveillance. As we examine our global health architecture. How do we improve future rapid response and build on lessons learned around preparedness, new V word development and distribution, and importantly, prevention. So you need to understand that the CEO of Pfizer and all these other super pharmaceutical companies, they are building what he calls global health architecture. This is part of the, uh, Techno tyranny that I spoke of a lot back in 2019, the techno tyranny that's coming. And he's asking, you know, how do we do uh, data sharing, research and surveillance? Those are his words, not mine. That's the CEO of Pfizer saying that. And how can we, <coughs> pardon me, have a rapid response to, what's he say? Future. The future with regard to preparedness, development of the V word, distribution. In other words, just think about this. He's already showing his hand saying, how can we be better for next time? You see, the current pandemic isn't isolated. When you make Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars. You don't want a one-trick pony. You want a multi-trick pony. You want that pony to come out every two years. And he's saying, how can we build an even better global health architecture so we can respond even quicker next time? You see, we... Little sheep, we little people, little guys out here. We don't go to these big shop meetings. We don't listen to these CEOs. We don't really, you know, maybe fully understand the way they think. This is the way they think. How do you build global architecture for the future? I'm just going to say it. People are going to make fun of me. I don't care. Global architecture. That sounds like Freemasonic language. Building a global temple solve et coagula the tattoo on baphomet dissolve and rebuild tear down and rebuild redo it reform revolution tear down what was the original global architecture that jesus christ instituted the church the catholic church That was global architecture to distribute grace and truth throughout the entire globe, the entire planet Earth. That has to be dissolved, has to be destroyed by these new humanists, transhumanists, and rebuilt in a secular architecture. And that, by the way, is the whole point of Freemasonry not just wearing aprons and doing funny rituals and wearing funny hats. It's the idea that we can surpass all religions, dissolve all religions, dissolve all economies, all nation states, everything, and rebuild it with a global architecture that is 100% secular and excludes God. It's humanism. Now, P. fizzer Of course, they make the morning-after pill. Of course, they do a lot of testing on those cell lines that come from fetuses. I believe it's kidney tissue from a baby that was aborted in the Netherlands. And that's why it's kind of shocking to see the Vatican rah-rah-rah like a bunch of cheerleaders around the CEO of P. Fizzer. Now, the question at the end here is <clears throat> Is there any incentive for Francis to push the P Fizzer? It's been noted by a lot of people in the last 24 hours that the Vatican exclusively uses the P Fizzer, not the others. Hmm. Interesting that there's a secret meeting twice the CEO of that company and now it's like the official treatment of Vatican City and of employees, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe when they opened up their medical supplies, like, oh, we got the Pfizer ones. What do you know? Look, Francis, we got the Pfizer's. Oh, wow. I thought we were getting Moderna. No, we got those. We got the Pfizer's. Oh, okay. No, I don't think so. I have heard the American bishops and cardinals, most of them, not all of them, preach with conviction about the beauty, the promise, the goodness, the truth of these treatments. And how there's a moral obligation to live a chaste life? No. Nope. Moral obligation to defend traditional Catholic marriage. No. Nope. Moral obligation to vote pro life. No. Nope. A moral obligation to submit to this treatment. This preventative case of other companies but P is one of them the when was the last time you heard american catholic bishops rise up with zeal in the in the pulpit with conviction in their voice forming the consciences of the people in the pews and to anyone who would listen, getting on TV, getting in the newspapers, putting themselves on social media with boldness saying, you have a moral obligation to follow the CDC and the WHO. Pope Francis has laid a moral obligation on you lay people. conviction is deep and you know we don't we don't hear a lot of other deep convicting sermons and homilies and messages from the hierarchy except on this point calling down thunder with their convictions maybe that's just a conspiracy I don't know maybe it's just a conspiracy Maybe, maybe I'm reading into it. I don't know. But in the last few years, I've noticed that you kind of, you know, I talk about acta nonverba, actions, not words. You look at where Francis goes, who he likes, who he associates with. And we know that he likes the Chinese, Chinese government, works with them, speaks highly of them. Abu Dhabi is another place that he spends time, he speaks highly, he invests in certain clergy. For example, he loves Cardinal Supich and he loves James Martin. He spends time with them, he takes pictures, he makes opportunities. Joe Biden, he does, Francis does the same thing. People often say, well, yeah, he met with Trump too. He did. But the amount of footage and the amount of positive. Um, approval for Biden, Pelosi, and then, of course, Cardinal Supic. He loves Cardinal Supic. Octa non verba. Oh, in the EU, in the UN. So <clears throat> look up into the sky and study that constellation and figure out what shape is that. Chinese Communist Party, Abu Dhabi, liberal leftist, socialist, antagonistic, American politics. All those same words with EU politics and UN politics. LMNOP. Green theology, liberation theology. Population, global population control. All those look up. That's a constellation. What do you see in that constellation? What is that constellation? I'm still trying to figure it out, but it's something scary. It's not something that I can perceive. And of course, I'm a sinner, and perhaps my my perception of my eyes are disordered, so I can't see properly. But what I see forming in that constellation is... Something that is not wholesome. It's not something that I want to set before my children and my children's children. Concerns me. I'm not saying it should concern you. Do your own research. I'm just a layman. I'm just a dad with a webcam over his garage. That's all I am. You shouldn't believe anything because I said it. There should never be on Twitter or any old well, Taylor Marshall said. No, I'm a dad with a webcam. I do my own research. I share it with you. I share my perspective, but you do your own research. You do your own thinking, do your own studies. Maybe we agree at the end of the day. Maybe we don't. Leave a comment below. Do you think... The Vatican, promoting and using the P-fizzer, Injectione, has anything to do with Francis having two secret meetings with their CEO. The CEO of one of the biggest and most profitable global corporations in the world took time twice to sit down and talk something with Pope Francis. Are those two things related? What do you think? Leave a comment. Am I a wacky, weird tinfoil hat guy or is maybe something going on here? Because when asked about active LMNOP, active sodomy on the airplane, posted us, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? But if you act him about ask him about P Pfizer, he'll say it's a moral obligation. Moral obligation. Two men living together, who am I to judge? I'm just the pope. Hey, should we get this P Pfizer injection? Moral obligation. Do you see the inconsistency? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I'm listening to a man in a white zucchetto and a white cassock say one thing and also say the other. And it's just, uh, you know that meme, the guy with the black turtleneck? He's like, that's what it feels like when I enter into the realm of Pope Francis. Alright, let me take that guy off the screen. We're going to pray. We're going to be joyful. We're going to welcome people to the traditional Latin Mass. We're going to be kind. We're not going to rip each other down. We're going to build each other up. If you like this video, please do me the favor of doing the thumbs up like. Thumbs up like. And please share this video. You are my algorithm. so. Use the little share button beneath this video and share it on Facebook. It's a two-click process, very quick. And if you're new, please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. And then you click the little dingy bell. And the dingy bell is how you get some bonus action here. That's going to tell you next time I go live. You'll be notified. You'll see the title of the video. And then you can join. It's a pretty cool deal. So make sure you do that. You can also go into the bottom right corner. And you can subscribe there as well. All right, if you want to move, a lot of people move into Texas, and I think that's great if you're the right person. If you're going to vote for communism and socialism and the destruction of the nuclear family and the destruction of small businesses that support small families and growing families, if you're going to be that kind of person, don't come to to my state or other good, solid states. But if you do want to find a traditional Latin Mass, like-minded family, like-minded people, I recommend that you give a call or you visit the website of realestateforlife.org. Get some good Catholic pro-life real estate agents. They're all over the country. In fact, Real Estate for Life is all over Canada. Real Estate for Life contacted me the other day and said, you won't believe all the people from Canada that are contacting us. So wherever you are in the world, you go to realestateforlife.org. They'll help you sell your house where you're at and help you land where you want to go. And please, if you do that, let them know you heard about it at the Taylor Marshall Show, or the Taylor Marshall Podcast, realestateforlife.org. It's .org, not a .com. Also, I'll be giving away some rosaries to patrons of this channel. You can get signed books. You can get other benefits, merch, cool stuff. If You go to patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall. patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall. You go there. There's a menu of benefits. You can support my work, support this channel, support my writing. And in return, I'm going to sit down at my kitchen table outside those doors, and I'm going to sign books for you and mail them to you and other cool stuff, some stickers or some online courses or things like that. So if you would like that and kind of like to join the team of what we're doing here, you can go to patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall, and you can become a generous patron of what we're trying to do. Also, pray the rosary every day. If you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. Read the Bible every day. Many of you have downloaded this. This is my one-year plan for reading the Bible in 365 days. Hundreds of people have read the Bible using this plan that I created, I think, in 2015. And it's January 18th, as of today, It's a little late to start, but not too late. You could catch up. So, you can download this. It's on my Twitter. It's on my Facebook. It's probably here on YouTube as well. It is the New St. Thomas Institute, Taylor Marshall, 365 day per year plan. I'm doing it again this year. I'm reading the Bible. So, I actually got one day behind yesterday, but I'm going to catch up today. See, if you get one day behind, don't worry. Even even I get a day behind. But I'm going to catch up, and it's going to be all good. So read your Bible every day. Go to confession every two to four weeks. Find the traditional Latin Mass. Um, More and more people are finding the Latin Mass, and it's a fantastic thing. Go check it out. I'm going to challenge everybody during Lent. Go to the traditional Latin Mass for the six Sundays of Lent. And uh, let's pray for people who are being persecuted, like uh, up in Chicago. St. John Cantus, that whole situation, I just don't like it. Don't like it one bit. So let's pray for all them. So we're going to pray the Hail Mary right now. Let's do it. Oremus nomini patris et fidei et spiritus sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in molieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, or per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostre. Amen. Nomini patris et fidei et spiritus sancti. Amen. All right, friends, thanks for watching. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. And if you want to listen to this podcast audio only, it's available on Audible, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and pretty much anywhere there's podcasts. Just search my name, Taylor Marshall, and you can listen to this on the go in your car or while you run or while you work out. All right, God bless and God.